You're listening to Festival Grass. A podcast diving into the business and culture of the music festival world. Well, welcome everybody to the newscast in this week's edition. Daft Punk mutually splits after 28 amazing years. 2020 Diversity and Radical Inclusion Town Hall. What we heard and what we're doing. Pascal Rotella confirms EDC Las Vegas and Beyond Wonderland's 2021 dates are still on hold for now. Dirty Bird and She Is The Music partner for Women In Music Digital Festival. Every music festival likely to have an app by 2025. But first, how Burning Man's principles can reinvent corporate America. Listen, the world is broken. Record unemployment, a global pandemic, and climate change fueled by social inequality and unchecked capitalism are rapidly degrading the quality of life for billions of human beings around the world. The list keeps going on and on. The vision required to solve these problems, however, may have begun in an unlikely place some 30 years ago in the remote southern end of Nevada's Black Rock Desert. Burning Man, which began as a cozy, intimate bonfire on the beach for artists and free thinkers, has grown into an international experimental and experiential movement. Participants, called burners, arrive in the desert by the tens of thousands to construct the festival's Black Rock City, a temporary settlement dedicated to art, community, self-expression, and self-reliance. Reinvention is the prevailing theme of Burning Man, and one that the world needs now more than ever. Since its inception in 1998, Burners have struggled to communicate the formidable but nuanced meaning of the week-long festival. Despite Burning Man's reputation for being out there and unbridled and artsy, its deeper framework is entrenched in the ideas of discipline, transformation, balance, and survival in extreme conditions. The Burning Man organization describes itself as a, quote, global quantum kaleidoscope of possibility. Though that generalized characterization may seem aloof for some people, unfamiliar with Burning Man, it speaks directly to those familiar with the spiritual and transcendent power generated annually in the Black Rock Desert. While the longstanding event did not take place in 2020 due to the pandemic, its principles may be the vaccine we need to cure corporate America. Burning Man's kaleidoscope of possibility is actually built upon 10 guiding principles. For business leaders in the corporate world, five of these principles offer immediate strategies that can address both existential business challenges and larger societal problems that are undermining the global economy and civil discourse. Radical inclusion addresses systemic racism and its tragic and continuing impact on our culture and economy. At Burning Man, everyone is welcome. The inclusive environment attracts and celebrates people from a vast myriads of backgrounds and experiences. This principle compels different people to work together harmoniously for the greater collective good. Corporate America, by contrast, is failing to prioritize and implement inclusion and diversity initiatives. In fact, a 2020hire.com report reveals that the gender gap is widening in corporations, with men being offered higher salaries than women for the same job title at the same company 63% of the time, compared to 60% in 2019. Employing a diversity of perspectives is key to being able to compete in a hyper-competitive and hyper-connected global economy. At Burning Man, the assimilation of original ideas and unique talents has generated an unprecedented creative force in human culture. 
Businesses should learn from this unparalleled synergy of value, especially during such challenging times. Women and people of color continue to be disproportionately oppressed and disenfranchised from opportunity. Long-existing attitudes and practices built on racism and cultural bias still shape corporate policies and encourage discriminatory practices which are particularly harmful in the era of COVID-19. The tech industry, which has a history of white male bias, and its juggernaut companies such as Facebook and Google, should reimagine their imbalanced workforces to promote and prioritize inclusion and diversity. Burning Man is a commerce-free zone. Coffee and ice are the only commodities that can be sold, and there is no buying or selling with money. Also, there are no vendor stands or advertisements like at other festivals. Even logos are taboo. While there are indeed makeshift bars, sandwich shops, and hair washing stations, these are offered by fellow burners as gifts. It may seem impossible to picture businesses operating in such an environment, but gifting is an important and powerful part of the human experience. Heartening back to the time where people didn't have bank accounts or currency, it's in our DNA. Through gifting, we create shared respect, set a healthy tone, build mutual trust, express gratitude, initiate conversations, and grow relationships. But gifting also gives people, and all businesses are composed of people, of course, a chance to tell unique stories. Gifting helps us think about what is needed to thrive together and what gifts we have to offer to the world. Through gifting, we explore and discover talents and passions in ways we wouldn't otherwise imagine. While no one is advocating for the elimination of currency and commerce, imagine a world where business leaders, guided by purpose and empathy, make giving back a top priority. That is a world and economy you want your children to inherit. Leaving no trace behind, cleaning up everything after the festival is arguably Burning Man's most important principle. There is no garbage collection service in Black Rock City, so the onus is on the burners to remove all items, regardless of size. Environmental stewardship as a lifestyle is poignantly relevant today as we fight climate change. A spreading pandemic, raging wildfires, and rising sea levels. Our environment, in fact, even plays a critical role in how resistant people are to the spread of COVID-19, with more scientific evidence linking pollution to infectious diseases. Studies also indicate that during times of crisis and solitude, people develop a stronger connection to the beauty and energy of their natural surroundings. A prolonged economic recession could exacerbate environmental degradation as companies divert habitat-centered resources and abandon environmentally conscious practices. Forward-thinking business leaders should appreciate the importance of supporting a sustainability mindset throughout corporate cultures and processes to ensure long-term success. To the end of the movement's first gathering at San Francisco's Baker Beach, the founders burned an eight-foot-tall figure, prompting the eponym Burning Man. This act of radical self-expression marked the beginnings of the annual Burning Man Festival and visually depicted the festival's recurring theme of starting over and reinventing itself and the world around it. Burning Man's principle of radical self-expression empowers people to rely upon the resources inside themselves, within the context of the movement's other principles, such as gifting to the community. At Burning Man, self-expression and personal creativity are pursued through many channels, such as meditation, music, and visual art. Corporate cultures, on the other hand, are known for strict adherence to rules and regulations 
that promote uniformity of thought and homogeneity of expression. Radical self-expression encourages preparedness, resourcefulness, and imagination. Radical self-expression teaches people to repurpose resources, reinvent themselves, and inspire positive change. In a post-pandemic, digitally-driven world and rapidly evolving global economy, this philosophy can reveal undiscovered revenue streams, reinvent outdated processes, and create new avenues of impact. Burning Man's principle of immediacy translates into an unspecified expectation that attendees will free themselves of their mobile devices so they can live fully in the moment. During COVID-19, digital connectivity is at an all-time high. Consequently, data shows that remote workers are clocking an additional 60 hours a month. As a result, stress levels are mounting and severely compromising mental health, emotional well-being, and overall productivity levels. Time is our most precious resource. Digital devices and technologies, rather than creating more free time for people to explore and grow, are actually commodifying and monopolizing our time. Savvy business leaders who recognize the value of Burning Man's principle of immediacy can implement policies that foster greater presence in the workplace. This vision encourages workers to maintain a holistic work-life balance, eliminate unnecessary distractions, and ensure greater productivity in the long term. This reinvention will also allow their employees to harness digital advancements in ways that free up our time, not consume more of it. Sometimes freedom begins with looking inward and freeing ourselves from what we consider normal. Every music festival will likely have an app by 2025. The music industry has digitized over the years, shifting towards streaming, social media, and apps. During the COVID-19 pandemic, these tools proved to be essential for connecting with fan communities and keeping businesses afloat, especially in the heavily impacted festival industry. As live events will finally start to make a comeback, optimizing online communication efforts and costs will be crucial, and apps will be a vital part of that. In 2019 and 2020, music research and analytics platform Vibrate carried out a series of surveys and in-depth interviews among 30,000 festival goers and festival organizers asking about their festival expectations and what kind of role mobile apps play in their festival experience. The key findings suggest that 75% of the top 50 music festivals already have their own app and that 80% of festival goers installed the official app before visiting a festival. Every music festival will likely have an app by 2025, and most festival goers value regular announcements, personalized scheduling, and connecting to other festival goers. The report also outlines five key app benefits for festival organizers and provides valuable insights into mobile tech and app functionalities. Now, the full report is available in our show notes to download from there. One of the key things that I discovered in this Vibrate report when I took a deeper dive is that when asked what they valued most in a festival app, the respondents said, one, I never miss an important announcement. Two, it's easier to plan ahead. Three, I can create a schedule to see all of my favorite artists. Four, I can navigate around the festival better. Five, I don't need cash or credit cards. And six, I can meet new people. And this is because apps allow festival goers to connect with one another, exchange advice, arrange rides, et cetera, et cetera. So I think this is fantastic. Listen, I have gone to plenty of festivals myself, and I love when they have an official app. 
it does make life a lot easier. However, there are certain festivals that unfortunately are in remote locations and therefore it is difficult to get Wi-Fi. So maybe not all festivals will have the opportunity to enjoy the use of an app, but for the majority of the ones that happen around cities and large metropolises and in countries that have extensive broadband service, I do think that this is an irreplaceable service for their fan base. Be sure to keep tuning in weekly for our music festival newscast and subscribe to our Deep Dives, our monthly in-depth topical discussion show with interviews and guests that will bring you insight and knowledge. Link in the show notes. Next up, Pascal Rotella confirms EDC Las Vegas and Beyond Wonderland's 2021 dates are still on for now. In a comment on a recent Instagram post, Rotella shared that his company is, quote, continuing to plan the events for their scheduled dates, but cautions that things could change. I know a lot of you are looking for an EDC LV update. So yes, we're continuing to plan EDC Las Vegas and Beyond Wonderland for their scheduled dates, Rotella wrote. There continues to be new developments and we're in constant communication with local officials. If things change, however, we have backup dates in place and I'll let you know soon. The post that contains Rotella's comments was published to announce Insomniac's brand new Orlando, Florida event, Abduction 2021. In April 2021, Insomniac will be returning to Lot 54 at the Vanguard for a new single-day festival. The vast majority of festival organizers around the world have been forced to cancel or postpone their events due to the health and safety concerns precipitated by the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. While cases are currently declining in many regions as vaccination distribution accelerates, many have asked if the state of the pandemic will reach a point where it is safe enough to host a large-scale events on their scheduled dates. Rotella stated that they are in constant communication with local officials, but specific details on the planning and health and safety procedures for EDC Las Vegas and Beyond Wonderland are not readily available at this time. Now, of course, we know that vaccination rollout has picked up speed in the United States of America. We do also know that Florida, as a state, has some lax restrictions when it comes to COVID-19. Therefore, the April date of abduction will probably move forward. Nevada has a bit stricter laws, so we'll have to see about EDC Las Vegas. But again, it's a state-by-state -state thing when it comes to the United States of America. So it is possible that the local festivals near you will be allowed to proceed whilst others in other states may not. Would you like to be on the show if you or someone you know is a journalist with a relevant article topic or can speak to a story we have covered, please click or forward the guest sign up link in the show notes. We'd love to have you on. Don't be shy. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Influential record label Dirty Bird and Alicia Keys's she is the music organization have teamed up for a digital music festival to celebrate the uplift femme identifying artists across the globe. Now being femme isn't about acting feminine or girly in the way mainstream society generally feels that female presenting people should act. Instead, it's about subverting the expectations that women face purely for being women. This is why you will often see femme-identifying people presenting exaggerated versions of femininity over traditional cookie-cutter or preppy ones. 
The Women in Music Digital Festival will feature some of the world's foremost electronic music artists and a slew of underground talent. Now, the title does include the women, spelled W-O-M-X-N, and this is used particularly by intersectional feminists to avoid perceived sexism in the standard spelling, which contains and derives from the word man, and to explicitly include or foreground transgender women and non-binary people. It was first used after 2010 and has since been adopted by various organizations, including university groups in the United States and the UK. The term has been praised as being more inclusive than women and other alternative spellings. Conversely, it has also been criticized for implying trans women are not women, being unnecessary, confusing, or conflicting with the uncommonness of MXN to describe men. Now, Women in Music will host additional immersive activities outside of the musical performances, including a yoga workshop hosted by Turner and other activities to be announced soon. Femme-identifying fans are also encouraged to send Dirty Bird video clips about what being Women in Music means to them, with some clips being selected and shared throughout the festival to build further connection and awareness. This festival is online. It will take place March 11th to 14th on Dirty Bird's Twitch channel. The submissions and more information can be found at the link in our article in the show notes, as well as Dirty Bird's official website. I think this is fantastic. It is always great to have female and non-binary gender talent being championed. And so I encourage everyone to go and check this out. 2020 Diversity and Radical Inclusion Town Hall, What We Heard and What We're Doing. This article via the Burning Man Journal by Brian Tan, written on behalf of the Ride Stewardship Group. So last October, he writes, Burning Man Project held our very first Diversity and Radical Inclusion Town Hall. We were thrilled to see over 500 people joining the call, and 33 burners shared their experiences as Black, Indigenous, or persons of color, BIPOC, in Black Rock City. We're grateful for their honesty and vulnerability. We're here now to share what we heard from the town hall and what we plan to do moving forward, including other town halls in the works for this spring. But first, let's talk about why we held this forum and why radical inclusion, diversity, and equity are critically important topics in the Burning Man community right now. Several events from 2020 forced the United States and many communities worldwide to reckon with different legacies of racism. Last year also brought to the forefront the need for Burning Man Project and our communities to think creatively about how we can take our new approaches to this timely work. We are all impacted by racism. We need to take a close look at how it shows up in burner spaces, and we must work collectively to address it. Burning Man's late beloved founder, Larry Harvey, said, Well, it seems to me that all real communities grow out of a shared confrontation with survival. Communities are not produced by sentiment or mere goodwill. They grow out of a shared struggle. Our situation in the desert is an incubator for community. Survival is a black rock desert in one way we grow together. Coming together to recognize, absorb, and appreciate the experiences of BIPOC burners is another avenue through which we can collectively build the community we want to see. Holding this town hall meeting was one way for us to hear the stories of BIPOC burners, though we know similar conversations are happening in other cities. People are taking the initiative to learn and reflect about the diversity, or lack thereof, 
Within their theme camps, their art and mutant vehicle crews, their regional communities, and their personal circles of friends and family. As we heard during the town hall, these conversations can be nerve-wracking and difficult, but they pair important parts of our effort to be truly radically inclusive. Now, what else did we hear during the diversity and radical inclusion town hall? Here are some key themes. One, more BIPOC, more connection. BIPOC burners want to connect with other BIPOC burners and bring more BIPOC communities to the community. Two, BIPOC burners are burners. BIPOC burners have the same right to be treated simply as individuals and human beings. Sometimes that requires seeing, acknowledging, and honoring someone's racial identity. But BIPOC burners ultimately are entitled to the same respect given to any other member of the burner community. Three, people of color are not a monolith. While there are other shared identities, not every person of color has experienced the same thing, nor will they have the same perspective on race and racism. Four, shedding the armor of the default world can be more loaded for BIPOC burners. Most people experience a reprogramming of default world sensibilities and norms in Black Rock City. For people who identify as BIPOC, that reprogramming can be more complex given the added layer of protection they've built to manage the racism and sometimes harsh realities of their default world. Five, exclusion can take many forms. We must be aware of how our actions and choices can be unintentionally racist or lead to exclusion. Radical inclusion requires a close examination of our physical and social spaces and an intentional effort to make them welcoming to others who may be unfamiliar with them. And six, get comfortable with being uncomfortable. We can't simply rely on BIPOC burners to provide a playbook for how to move these conversations forward. It is on non-BIPOC individuals and groups to make their groups, camps, projects, and BRC itself more inclusive. Now, what actions have we taken or are we going to take? Here are just a few of them. One, future town halls. Two, community engagement. Three, training and assessment. Four, representation of BIPOC in communications. Five, roadmap. Six, Black Rock City 2021. This includes greater outreach to and partnerships with BIPOC artists and organizations that align with the 10 principles. And seven, recruiting volunteers. Now he finishes off by saying, we all carry a personal history that is woven by our families' histories, cultures, and origins. And we bring these parts of ourselves into burner spaces and to Black Rock City. These stories, identities, and experiences are what make us individually textured and collectively rich. Just as we know there are almost infinite ways to experience Burning Man, the town hall was only a snippet of the many experiences of Black, Indigenous, and other people of color. We want to hear even more stories and invite others to join in. What our principle of radical inclusion means and what we do about it as we move forward as a community is more critical than ever. Now, if you want to watch the town hall yourself, you can watch it on YouTube. The link is in the article in our show notes. And finally, Daft Punk mutually splits after 28 amazing years. Ah, I know they say all great things must come to an end. But in the case of Daft Punk splitting up, I think we all wish that wasn't the truth. The French duo of Thomas Bengalter and Guy Manuel Omen Cristo have decided to call it quits after 28 incredible years in the industry. The men got their start in the early 90s, and in 1997, after many years of experimentation with new instruments, the duo released their debut album, Homework, via Virgin Records. 
The album was filled with hits like Around the World and Da Funk, which helped the young man gain traction and grow in popularity. In 1999, they adopted their robot personas and found massive success in the mystique that they portrayed. The men allowed few photos and did almost zero interviews, which created a curiosity in the fans that has previously been unseen in music. Their 2001 sophomore album, Discovery, lived up to the hype and peaked at number two in the UK charts. From 2005 to 2013, the duo released two more albums, Human After All and Random Access Memories, in addition to 2010's Tron Legacy's movie soundtrack. They have truly established themselves as two of the best producers and performers of all time. This is without question, and they deserve all the love they receive. In this article, we present five of Daft Punk's greatest hits via legendary live performance and music videos. Number one, Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger. This is an absolute classic and has been made famous a number of different times. HBFS is off 2001's Discovery and was way ahead of its time when it came out. The high-pitched, synthesized voice had such a unique sound that almost made it impossible to forget. Fans of the younger generation might be more familiar with the chorus from Kanye West's 2007 hit Stronger. Give both of them a listen and you will be impressed with the composition of both. Number two, Get Lucky, featuring Pharrell and Nile Rodgers. This was one of Daft Punk's later additions to their already massive list of hits that came on 2013's Random Access Memories. Get Lucky ended up being the duo's most famous song to date, racking up over half a billion views on YouTube alone. Pharrell has an amazing knack for producing himself, and the combination of both parties makes for one memorable track. Number three, The Weeknd, I Feel It Coming, featuring Daft Punk. I know this is not an official Daft Punk track, but this song with The Weeknd is not only one of the biggest songs they have ever been featured on, but it's easily one of the most popular tracks of the decade. They also worked with The Weeknd on Starboy, which is an equally massive hit that both came out in 2016. Number four, Robot Rock. Filled with some truly spectacular guitar riffs and their signature robotic voices, this 2009 smash hit is so unbelievably good. This song came off the album Human After All and is a powerhouse anthem compared to the rest of the album. If there is one song that you could listen to that would best describe Daft Punk's sound, this would definitely be on that track. And number five, One More Time. This last track is another one off of 2001's Discovery. And if you have not heard this song, there is a good chance you have been living under a rock for the last 20 years. This is one of those songs that you may not know from the title, but the second you hear it, it will bring back loads of memories from all the fun nights you have had in your life. It is a party classic that will simply never get old. Daft Punk, absolute freaking rock stars, officially split up after 28 marvelous years. Well, thanks everyone for joining us on another week's Festival Grasp. Make sure to subscribe on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, or via your chosen podcast collector, so you'll never miss us talking into your ears again. And while you're at it, if you find value in what we are discussing, rate us on Apple Podcasts. It's like telling a friend about it, but better. And it gives us a chance in that big old world out there. I know we're just getting to know each other, but come on, show us some love. We're here for you. You're here for us. So let's do this thing. To sign up as an expert guest on the show, to leave us a question or message, 
page or to jar tip your support, follow the appropriate links in the show notes. Be sure to keep tuning in weekly for our music festival newscast and subscribe to Deep Dives, our monthly in-depth topical discussion show with interviews and guests that will bring you insight and knowledge. Link in the show notes. This podcast edited by GBA Recordings. For me, Mario. And Shanae. See you next time. Bye.